Hey guys and girls, welcome, welcome to, to Single to Sealed. I'm Jerry, your host, and here with me is my co-host and wife, Brianna. As members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, we have dedicated this podcast to helping fellow Christians navigate the treacherous waters of dating all the way to the winding roads of marriage. All are welcome in our podcast family, and we are so excited to have you here with us. Be sure to subscribe, follow, or favorite. Let's talk. Hey everybody, welcome back. Hey you guys, we're so thrilled to have you here with us for another Single to Sealed episode. Thank you for joining us. Yes, yes, yes. For our second episode today, just like we talked about when we wrapped up last time, we're going to be going over the initial meeting slash first impression. And to start this off, we have some pretty fun statistics. Huh, Brianna? Yeah, we're going to start this off with some good statistics. Uh, We got these online. There are a few different ones we're going to read today. A few of them come from New York Post. One of the ones I thought was very interesting was... It takes 27 seconds for you to make a first impression. Think about that, guys. Less than a minute, less than a half of a minute it takes for someone to look at you and have a first impression of who you are as a person. Yeah, not not 26 seconds or 28 seconds, <laughs> 27 seconds. And that's not an Whoa. absolute, right? That's, that's an average based on the sample size that they got. Yes. It says 7 out of 10 Americans form their first impression of you before you even speak. The 10 top contributors to forming a good first impression are smile, how polite you are, whether you're well-spoken, good eye contact, whether you're a good listener, how you smell, which I thought was very interesting, whether you hold a conversation well, your body language, your tone of voice, and how you are dressed. And the top three contributors to whether someone has a poor first impression of you are also how you smell whether you are arrogant, and also if you are dressed poorly. Mm. I don't know. I never would have thought that smell had a huge contributor to first impressions, but now that I think about it, when someone smells really good and I'm first meeting them, it, like, boosts them way high (laughs) on my list. (laughs) I mean... Whether it's a girl or a guy. I mean, obviously, smelling bad is a big no. Mm Mm-hmm. But I'd say more times you just don't smell anything, right? Yeah. So we're talking about someone who happens to be wearing perfume or, or cologne. Cool. Yeah, I can definitely, I can definitely see that. But it's not something you may necessarily <laughs> notice. It's just like you know, subconscious. Yeah, and it says eighty-five percent of the first impression will be better if you smell good. So if you don't have a good smelling perfume or cologne, go out there and get one. Obviously, from this. <laughs> That's what you should do. And people always say, don't get the cheap stuff. I still haven't figured out quite what that means. As you can tell, I don't wear (laughs) cologne very much based on that statement. So find yourself something nice. Yep. And then at the U.S. Chamber of Commerce website, which we'll link all of these statistics below in our episode description so you can check them out. It says 55% of the real first impression is physical attraction. 38% is the way you speak. And 7% is the actual words you say. So I thought that was really interesting that it wasn't so much what you say, but how you say it, which I'm assuming leads back to whether you're speaking, you know, like a jerk. (laughs) Or maybe even like the way you speak accent wise, I would assume. I don't know. Yeah, I think it's I think it's uh, the confidence of your voice. You know, are you Mm -hmm. loud or do you mumble? Mm -hmm. You know, are you? Yeah. Do you have an accent? Yeah. You know, because you I know for a lot of guys, right? Like. I'm sure girls like accents too, but you know, guys, mm-hmm. they'll always talk about the old Southern Belle. 
Mm-hmm. You know, as soon as she opens her <laughs> mouth and with the little draw, you're like, mmm, that's nice. Oh, you go, mmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's nice. Yeah, it's like, I, I'm not even sure I heard what she said, but I know that she has a cute voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I, I guess I could see that. I definitely could see that. When I first was, you know, dating and meeting guys, definitely their voice, if they had a nice, deep voice, that was very attractive. So I can understand that. But this all kind of leads back to our first meeting at the window, which you guys heard all about last episode. It just so happened that I had a cold that day. <laughs> and so my voice was really deep. I don't remember that. <laughs> no, I didn't I didn't have a cold. That was a really bad joke. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know, Jerry, what was your first impression of me when I walked up to that window? Because I know I talked about how I wasn't wearing makeup. I was wearing yoga pants and a baggy sweater and tennis shoes. Like I wasn't looking my best. But despite all that, what would you say your first impression of me was? Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I would say that's why. I, Honest. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that's why, even though those facts are good, like they, you don't have to fall into those categories for a situation to be right. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that just tends to be some correlations that they solve. They're not necessarily your cause of success. Yeah. Right. And so it's just really interesting because, you know, running through this idea of, okay, first, you know, the biggest thing is physical attraction. Mm -hmm. You know, the the way that Brianna and I came across each other was completely different. You know, she saw me and was like, dang, I am, I am a smitten. I'm, I'm straight. I am smote. That 55% (laughs) physical attraction definitely was where all of my first impression came from. (laughs) Yeah. And then obviously with my suave voice, like it just kind of carried it home. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to cover up that last 93, 93%. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's always interesting that I, I don't say this <laughs> very often, but when I first saw Brianna, you know, based on this situation, you know, I, I saw her, and I'm not going to lie, and she knows this, I, did, I didn't say, wow, this is the hottest girl like, <laughs> I have ever seen. A lot of it was because I was so thrown off by the situation, but when I saw her, I was like, okay, yeah, she's she's kind of cute. She seems nice. You know, like... I. I think this could be a good experience. Mm-hmm. And then I just didn't think about it too hard. Mm-hmm. You know, and so... At least I probably smelled really nice because I was freshly showered. Yeah, I could tell her hair was wet probably because <laughs> she wasn't swimming. <laughs> you know, and so uh, I, I, that's also, you know, what, what I'm looking for. I don't I don't look for a, a lot of maintenance. You know, I don't need a lot of high maintenance. Like, to me, it almost displayed a different level of confidence with her in the first place that she was able to, again, that that... How, uh, how she said came off more than what she said because I could see that that confidence in her to come up here and do this despite how she looked mm-hmm. you know and I'm not saying she looked bad again but it's more like as a woman imagine like imagine everything you guys go through already every day to to impress let's be honest the other girls <laughs> <laughs> and then sometimes True. the other guys yep and then like this is your chance to meet your boy Jerry and this mm-hmm. is how you're looking, like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's probably like, did you even think about it? Were you like, man, mm-hmm. I know how I look, but I'm just no, going out I there. I don't remember ever worrying about that. I just figured, I mean, I remember thinking, what's the worst that can happen? He just tells me no, right? And I remember thinking afterwards, dang, he just saw me without any makeup on, looking probably my most shabby, right? <laughs> And I figured that I could tell you at our first date, you you know, you've seen me at my worst. Mm -hmm. Or I guess not really my worst, but you've seen me at the most basic. So it can only get better from here, which I personally think it did because you saw me all dressed up cute, all my makeup on, 
looking real cute at our first date. So extra cute. She was already cute. <laughs> extra cute. Yeah. And, and and again, like there is that advantage, right? I, there are you people have probably heard the stories of someone who never saw their spouse or their wife without makeup until like they were married. That's a different topic. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> you know, and like the whole episode right there. And, and I feel like this gave me an, a situation to be able to see Brianna and already kind of have this base level of, wow, she's cute already like that. My first impression of Jerry was obviously what you guys know. I thought he was very attractive. And that's what initially drew me to him was how attractive he was. But it is also important to note that once I got up and met him face to face, I was also evaluating different things about him. I really liked that he, of course, worked at the MTC. He was wearing a suit. He looked very clean cut, of course, like most BYU boys are. And the way he talked was very nice. <laughs> and the fact that he said yes to me asking him out, of course, was a plus. And he just had a very nice voice. So I feel like it checks all those boxes that they gave us already of what a first impression is. And I mean, nowadays... Your first impression can be made two different ways, though. One can be in person, like us, when we first meet. And another one can be online, which are two very different first impressions, aren't they? That's right, Brianna. There are there are two ways that uh, we can really get that first impression, you know, according to us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that in order to have a real first impression, a lot of these factors have to be in place. Like you have to be able to, you have to be able to have those sensory things that, you know, all the senses that you feel, you know, be involved in that situation. Like mm -hmm. what I mean is you have to be able to hear their voice. You have to be able to see how tall they are in person. Like you have to be able to feel their vibe. So height does matter. <laughs> height does matter, I'm sure, to a lot of people, yes. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and smell them, you know, for the sake of what we talked about. You have mm -hmm. to be able to do those things, I think, to complete... A real first impression mm -hmm. and so you know the again the first way that we can really meet somebody or get that impression is by that first initial contact you know that can be that can be like you know most most guys who are going to ask out a girl don't just see a girl in public and go oh i'm asking her out today mm -hmm. you know a, a lot of meditation and um courage gets built up <laughs> over time for a lot of us to finally be able to say okay, today's the day that I'm going to ask this girl out. You know, she could be in my math class, and I've seen her for, you know, a couple weeks thinking about this choice. And it's very likely that she has never even thought about you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so you finally go and try to initiate this conversation that you hope will go smoothly and that you don't look weird. Mm -hmm. And that's when that whole first, sit, like, uh, impression happens. And it's not even the same for both for both people, right? Because mm -hmm. she hasn't really noticed you. She's getting all of this in one instant. Mm -hmm. And he's already seen you for a long time. And, you know, he's he's getting what's left of that impression. Mm -hmm. And Brianna actually saw something online that was really interesting. What was that study that you had read about? Like uh, how long it took to look at somebody? Like it didn't change? Oh, yeah. I'll link the study below. But that but it was a study that was saying something along along the lines of they had a group of people who looked at pictures of actors for like... It was like a fifth or a tenth of a second and had to draw conclusions about the person after just briefly looking at their photo, whether they were nice, whether they had money, whether they were arrogant or and just different things like that. 
or poor, I don't know, just different things like that. And then they had another group that looked at the same pictures and had to draw the same conclusions and first impressions off of the same people. But th- th- those people had like five minutes to look at each photo. And it was interesting because both of the different groups of people that looked at the pictures drew pretty roughly the same conclusions about every person, no matter how much time they had to look at them. Yeah, and I think that's pretty crazy. That yeah. like totally solidifies that the visual perception mm-hmm. is like is key here. Yeah. And again, even though people have those initial you know, visual ideas, that just comes from our ability to judge people out of like safety and preservation. Yeah. You know, that that doesn't that still doesn't solidify because they they may never know that that person, you know, who is an actor who was meant mm-hmm. to look kind of rough <laughs> isn't actually that way, you know. Exactly. And so that, that that just proves that a lot of people can gain that initial first impression just based on seeing, right? Mm-hmm. That infatuation, oh, she's so cute, you know, but she could open her mouth and immediately it's a turnoff, yeah. you know, and vice versa. Yeah. You know, and so. That's why I think dating apps can be kind of dangerous because everything is so surface level how they look. Mm-hmm. Um, they can be a really great way to meet people, but they can also be kind of dangerous. Yeah, and that's uh, what we're transitioning to as well, as as our second form of meeting someone, and in, in our first impression. So we've come up with a with our own personal term here. I call the dating app experience the pre first impression. Yeah, <laughs> because it's limited. It's mm-hmm. very limited, and I myself, I will admit, have never had Tinder, and I've never had, you know, Hinge. It didn't exist when I was in college. Or Bumble. Actually, it might have, but I just didn't know about it, or, or Bumble, or any of those. Not mutual, saying mutual, mutual is the new one. That's the church one. Yeah, and and not saying that any of those aren't good. Like, and we'll talk about that more later. Um, I just, I just never, just never got into it. Now I did. I used Tinder and Bumble for a lot of years, um, and honestly, I didn't have very good success with either of those. Some people do, uh, but I had the same problem where I would think a guy was really cute. I'd go on a date with him. And have a lot of crappy stories, but usually they turn out to be jerks or really creepy and definitely not my type. So in my opinion, if you're going to go on a date with someone from a a dating app, before you actually go out with them, you should probably talk to them on the phone and maybe even FaceTime and get a feel for the person because you haven't had that initial first impression. All you're seeing is someone's picture, a few interests and some texts. Right. Uh, and that first impression is key to getting a good feel of a person, in in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And, and again, like we know that there are some pros of that as well. A lot of these sites have, you know, profiles and things that you fill out to connect you to people who potentially already have a lot of the connections and standards in place that you want. But still, like, it only gives you that surface level, right? That pre first impression. So the dynamic changes for you guys a little bit because Mm -hmm. you you really you know if you don't which most people still probably won't do as a result of this you know facetime people or anything like that once you go to meet for your first actual time on your first date is when your real first impression is going to be yeah you know so it's a little bit different whether you have the first real first impression and then ask someone out Mm -hmm. versus meeting someone that way asking someone out and then getting your first real in-person impression Mm-hmm. When you can feel the rest of those sensations that gives you the aura and the vibe, you know, of a yeah. of a person. 
One thing that is really important to note, I think, in today's age of internet and online dating is social media stalking. (laughs) Now, I'm probably a good person to talk on this because I used to social media stalk people all the time, pre-date and after meeting them. I will admit I totally did that to Jerry after I met him and found out his first and last name. (laughs) And I used to do that with every single person I went out with. And there are definitely some pros to looking at someone's social media. First off, you get a good vibe of what this person is about. You'll see interests, you know, likes, hobbies, people they hang out with. Uh, And I would always read statuses and stuff and see if the way they talked even on statuses was something that I liked. Uh, I, of course, had the goal of getting married in the temple and having, you know, someone that had the same values as me. So if they were dropping F-bombs and stuff in the comments on their page, that was a big turnoff to me because I wanted someone with those same standards. Um, and so it can be good in some ways. But <laughs> there's this funny meme that I told Jerry about the other day when we were talking about this that showed a couple on a first date and it said the downsides of social media stalking or something. And the guy goes, oh, my, my aunt was sick last weekend. And the girl responds, which one, Shelly or Karen? <laughs> like she, this is her first date and she already knew both of the aunt's names. Which I will admit I've done before, like done so much digging on someone that I'm going to go on a date with that I feel like I already have one on 10 dates with them. And I feel like that's where first impressions, I think Jerry agrees with me, gets kind of hairy because you're not giving that person a chance to really get to know you on a same level basis. So I think our advice is you do a little bit of digging, but surface level to get a feel for them. And then you go on the date and get your real first impression. Yeah, and don't don't call me on this. And I, <laughs> we might have to find it. We may not link this, but I think I also read something about um, two and three Americans before they go on a date will Facebook search you, mm-hmm. you know, or or Instagram search you, or whatever they search you by. Mm-hmm. You will be found. Like yep. I, w- I want you to know this. This is important, right? Because this doesn't just affect dating. This also affects your jobs and the other things that you do in several aspects of your life. I just. I specifically know, you know, that I have looked at someone's Facebook when trying to interview somebody, mm-hmm, me too. you know, and uh, to get those kind of impressions. And uh, one one thing that I really want to point out here, and Brianna kind of touched on it, was there is a difference between stalking somebody on in, on social media yeah. and just searching them. OK, there it can be a dangerous road to walk on because it could also cause you to do things like be overly obsessed mm-hmm. with this person way too soon. You should not be looking at their photos from 2012 in their senior year of high school. Okay. Yeah, that's, you, you that's shouldn't. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you shouldn't. You shouldn't do that. You, you shouldn't already know like all their parents' names, all their siblings' names. Like, just be very, very surface. Mm-hmm. And the reason I say this is because you you don't want to miss out on what could be potentially rewarding moments of good conversation with the person that you're mm-hmm. going to meet. You know, it's very good for you to be able to have real authentic conversation to ask them, you know, how many siblings do you have and all that stuff. But if you already know that answer. What mission did you go to? Yeah, that is a lame things. conversation to have. Yeah. And it's fake. And now you're fake. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so, and, I mean, again, we don't want to expect the other person to have done this mm-hmm. either. So you're not necessarily <laughs> on equal playing field, you know, but again, there's pros and cons. So I'm just we caution you to walk wisely on this line that is searching someone on social media so i do have a question for you brianna yeah with that social media activity that you're using to research people (laughs) did did you ever 
not go on a date with somebody because of what you saw. Yes. And many times I would ghost them, which I don't recommend that you do. We're going to talk about that later in the podcast and later episodes. But what tips and advice do we really have for you guys? Honestly, first impressions are important. Whether we like to admit it or not, your appearance is a big factor in meeting someone for the first time and getting a date. Now, we're not saying you need to look perfect. We're not saying you need to be stunning and gorgeous and a a 10 out of 10 to get a date or to make a good first impression. But I think the takeaways from this is that it is good to practice good hygiene. And it might be worth it to invest in some cologne. And it's important to talk with confidence. So if you don't feel like you check all those boxes, this is a time for you to work on that. Do some self-work, work on your hygiene, work on your appearance a little bit more to help make you feel even more confident so that you can make good first impressions. And if you don't have a confident voice or a confident manner, then maybe work on that too. Have some friends practice meeting people with you. And if you come across as arrogant, maybe work on that too, because obviously that's a very important factor. And on the other end, what I want you to be careful of is not changing who you are. Mm -hmm. It's very important to not change who you are. So when Brianna is saying, you know, let's focus on, you know, maybe fixing some things. I mean, that's small things of our character that we know that we can improve. Mm -hmm. You know, that's small things about adulting Mm -hmm. that we know that we can improve. You know, but if there's certain styles or certain looks or certain ways that you as a person express yourself, be that person. Yeah. Because that's who you really are. Mm -hmm. And when somebody finds you, and they see you and they like that physical impression and the way that you speak, that's that's going to be someone that's good for you, right? Yeah. And so in the same sense, you don't want to change that much about you, you know, depending on what you're already doing on a daily basis, mm-hmm. because then then it's not you. And that's what you want. You want someone to find someone who likes you for you. Yeah. And I think it's important too if you're having someone approach you to talk to you, to ask you out on a date, to give them a little bit of a break, because we all know it takes a lot of courage. And based on Jerry's first impression of me, he said he didn't think I was the cutest, which is fine. But he also gave me a chance. And lots of times, if we're not immediately physically attracted to someone, we immediately write them off, which I think is a fault. Because with love and with getting to know someone, attraction does grow. So I think it's important to notice if someone takes good care of themselves and is clean and speaks nice And if they're not the most attractive person to you, to still give them a chance. Now, we're not saying if you have a bad feeling, you should still go out with them. Right, Jerry? There are some circumstances where uh, uh, not going out with somebody is fine. Is fine. And there are several factors for that, right? And it's okay to to just recognize that flat out this person probably will never be attractive to me. And for whatever reason that may be to you. Because... Again, physical attraction is something that's very important for us. Mm-hmm. And if that's something that you know that you cannot overcome, then give that other person a fair opportunity to find someone, again, who's going to like them for who they are. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with letting someone down kindly. And I definitely think that you should be listening to the spirit, like we talked about. If they're telling you that this person isn't the best person, don't go out with them just because you feel bad. Don't, don't ignore your first impressions either. And this comes with maturity. This comes with maturity and understanding, you know, how relationships works and just being realist, realist about the situation. 
Mm-hmm. I think that guys need to be okay with girls telling them no because it's better than being let on. You yeah. know, I've been in the situation where someone said yes to me, which is obviously out of pity. We went on a date and I had a really good time. They said they had a really good time. And then when I asked them if they want to go out again, they were like, hey, I had fun, but I don't think I'm interested in you. Mm-hmm. You know, and And you have to respect that. Yeah, and you have to respect that. Even though to me, I was like, man, this date went super great. She had tons of fun. Like either she was really good at acting, <laughs> you know, or, you know, she had already kind of had this idea and, and we just went out and did a fun activity. Yeah. But she was never interested in me. You know, so it's it's nice that she gave me the chance, you know, but she was she, I can tell she went into the date looking back predetermined that it was only going to be one date. Mm-hmm. So if you have that attitude, just just go ahead and say, no, thank you. Because it actually does guys more of a favor to not spend their time, in a lot of cases, money on that person and vice versa. And I think it's important that if you have a not so good first impression or you're not interested in the person, that you don't agree to a date and then ghost them or cancel on them or keep pushing the date back because you actually aren't interested in them. I think it's important that as we are adults, most people listening to this are adults, I think. And we should treat other people that we are meeting for the first time and talking to and that are going out on a limb to ask us out with the same respect that we would want to be treated. And if you're not interested in this person, I think it's fair for you to tell them, I'm not interested and not agree to date if you're not planning on following through. I think that's very important and that's a good way to be respectful to someone. So I just wanted to make that note. Next episode, we're going to be talking about dating, which is stage two of relationships. We can't wait to dive into that with you guys in the next episode. If you enjoy Single to Sealed, be sure to invite your friends to help our podcast family grow. If you haven't subscribed, followed, or favorited, be sure you do so you don't miss out on any of our great content. Thank you for joining us today as we help you move one step closer to sealing the deal. We'll We'll see see you you next time. time.